So hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chi Tea, and I'm here with a very good friend of mine, basically he's a best friend, and guess what we saw today? We went to go and see the movie Black Panther, (laughs) (laughs) but before we even get into that, I'm going to have him just introduce himself, you know. How's it going everybody? My name is Obi, for those who don't know me. Uh, as she stated earlier, I'm her best friend, probably her only friend, but she doesn't know that truly. Um, and yeah, Black Panther was awesome, but we're going to talk more about that in detail. Alright, so to begin, let's just get right into it. Let's just get into the meat of, into the meat and bones of things. <laughs> <laughs> You're an African uh, for real. <laughs> meat and bones. So, Ovi, like... So what was your favorite part in, well, actually, so what were your thoughts about the Black Panther movie? Like, what stood out to you? What do you want to talk about? Well, overall, like, I like the political standpoint on Black Panther. Like, I like how they showed that they talked about the disconnect between, like, black people as a whole and Africans as a whole. Mm. Also, like, you know, the kind of, I want to say social, like, stigmas that each party puts on each other and how that's like can you know destroy each side of like of the people you know that can you go into detail about the political like just go into detail about what you're talking about exactly like give examples just so well you know like us being like culturally nigerian okay traditional wise like although we are we were raised in america you know, like, we still have that tradition of, you know, proud people. And the Wakandans are a proud people. Like, Very proud. they're proud of their culture, their civilization, everything and that they have. I love that. Exactly. You know, how they showed that pride. I thought that was super critical. Mm-hmm. And then you get into, like, you know, the American side where, like, one of the Wakandan guys, he's a spy and he's living in America. And then you see him living, like, in these ghetto, like, in these ghettos, like, but yet he's a prince living in the ghetto. Like it was like it kind of reminds me of coming to America, you know. Okay. But at the same time, it was like, why are you living this way when you're really, you know, from from a, the motherland where riches are? Like you have only but the power and wealth. I thought he was living that way because he was a spy. So it's not yeah. like he. So it's kind of like a job that he had to do. Yeah, he did have to do it, but because he had to do it, it just. Like, to me, it's like, all right, it just goes to show, like, how you're treated across, you know, a, like, across the world. You know, if, in- so, I don't get what you're saying, so... <laughs> all right, so, it's like this. In your own homeland, if you're a Wakandan, you're treated as a Wakandan. Like, like royalty. Like royalty, yeah. you know. Uh, even when we saw the regular people in Wakanda, they were happy, they were like sharing resources they were just like together but then you go into america you see that disconnect in mm-hmm. the people like right. it's very disconnected it's very disconnected and then in that movie and this movie definitely showed that division it definitely showed how there are people who identify with their culture you know mm-hmm. in africa then there are people you know in america who don't know their culture who don't know they're but totally want to Yes, but want to, mm-hmm. yeah. So there is a willingness, you know, because 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 I think it is natural for people to want to know where they came from, you right. know, like 
you know, just what they, just what they identify with. And I think that, like, that, that in the ending scene, when that kid, you know, like, I, I can't remember what he said, but... Who are you? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So when the kid asks the Black Panther, who are you? To me, I think that was such a huge, like, part. Because mm-hmm. it is because it is showing us that Blacks in America want to know where they are from. Right. You know? And then it's also saying that Blacks in Africa also have a duty to tell them, you know, exactly. where they are from, yeah. too. And that's why he decided, you know... To not only stay there, but to branch out now, you know, and then open up places like, you know, in states and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which I thought was like a huge um, part of it. Okay, this is it. Okay, so this is a continuation of the Black Panther breakdown. Um, we, so, so we are just digging into the layers of messages um, that we found in it, and here we go. So, we were cut off um, basically talking about the division. And I just want to mention something that Obi, who is my best friend, if you're just tuning in, mentioned earlier in the car, like on our way home. You talked about, um, I don't know Michael B. Jordan's name in the movie, I can't remember it. Killmonger. Killmonger. And so you talked about him... You know, um, and you contrasted him with the other Black Panther and how he kind of represents, like, the Black Americans um, and the other Black Panther is basically, like, the Blacks in Africa. Could you go into what you said earlier? Well, I was just saying how I feel like with him, you know, anybody that wants to find out more about their culture or where they come from, is more than welcome to do so. But you got to also remember that instead of coming with like blatantly ignorant questions, how about you do a little bit of research to actually have a foundation of knowledge? Like, because Michael B. Jordan, before he went to Wakanda, he he had already knew about like, uh, what's that shit called? Vibranium. He already knew like the Wakandan people were like wealthy and no, he knew he knew about his culture, even though his father hadn't been able to show him where he was from. Right. You know, he, he did his research. He had done his research prior right. to going back. Right. That's how he was able to find it in the first place. Right. And I think also another line that really stood out to me that that Killmonger, right? Mm-hmm. That Killmonger said towards the ending is when the Black Panther like um, wanted to try and save him. And Killmonger said, why? Um, because my people jumped off, jumped off the ships on right. the boat because they knew that death was better They're than bondage, mm-hmm. you know? And it's crazy because you can tell that he's still angry. And, and to me, that is, like, to me, like, to me, that is also talking about how blacks today are still angry. You know, because I feel like things are being pushed under the rug are because things are being pushed under the rug, not being talked about. But I feel like he's supposed to also represent that anger because throughout the entire movie, he's angry. Uh He was on a mission like to do something, you know, to let people know that there is Wakanda and that we are powerful, you know, and to be the most powerful, you know, like 
And I feel like that that is so important because that anger is still there, even though it's been, you know, hundreds of years, mm -hmm. you know. And I think that that was really good to talk about. Like, but what do you think about that? I mean, I definitely. Because it shows two sides, you know, anger and then peace, you know. Yeah. And it's not saying that one is better than the other, but I guess, you know, like peace is what we should always go with. I don't know. But, you know, but just what are your thoughts on well, that? Well, I, like I like that you brought that up because that anger is definitely there. It's definitely, like, relevant. Like, I see what he tried to do as Killmonger. He tried to, like, come back to Wakanda, get the people together, mm -hmm. and, like, basically rehabilitate the world. Kind of like, I would say, kind of what, like, Hitler... like a Malcolm Hitler, X. No, nah, it was really? kind of like what Hitler wanted to do, like... Hil really? I don't think he was as... I don't think he was as extreme as Hitler. He might not have been as extreme, but he definitely did talk about how he killed just to get to Wakanda, just to have the opportunity mm -hmm. to kill Black Panther and become the king. So, like, he was killing people long before just to get to that situation. Now, you can't tell me when he got in that situation that he wasn't still going to kill whoever got in his way, because he was. Like, he even said that he's going to kill all the people in power, okay. kill their children, mm -hmm. and whoever agrees with them. Okay. I'm like, that's that's, some, that's a Hitler move. Okay. But, like, I like what he was trying to get at as far as making that power move to show the world, like, hey, especially black people, that we can unite and reclaim our power because, like, it is our power to begin with. We are the most powerful. Right. All right, so this is our last session um, talking about this movie. Um, I want to, and I want to start this one off with a quote that Obi, that Obi said earlier in the car. Go ahead. Well, it wasn't necessarily a quote. I'm going to paraphrase what the video spoke about. It basically spoke about so it's how a video like that you watch. Yes, okay. it's a video that I watched, and it basically speaks about like how. Uh, White Americans or white people in general have only been in power for a third of the time that Africans overall have been in power, like since the ancient times, like you know, the pharaohs, uh, Mansa Musa, etc. So basically, it was saying like how Africans are 90% of the world's population, yet they're being oppressed by only 10% of the world's population, and instead of like unifying to you know better their situation they're complaining about the situation you know but that doesn't make sense it's all in your mind if at if you hold the world's majority that you're giving up your power to like only 10 percent of the people who actually ha you know that have money to i guess oppress you right. but like if we stop that mental divide like who knows what would be achievable just think about how many people alone, how many black people alone went to go see Black Panther. Yeah, it like, and so before we even, like, just get into that, like, that summary that you said to me, like, literally, like, even every time you say it, it's just amazing. Because I don't think that, I don't think that blacks know how powerful and beautiful they are, you know, like, just... Like, I don't think that they appreciate themselves and understand how much power that they have, you know? Mm. And, like, yeah. Like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I'm just at a loss of words. But it's, like, 
I feel like they like all right. So what's inspired a lot is this sense of like hopelessness. Like no matter what we do, nothing will ever work out or be good enough or you know work in our favor. They think that they are the oppressors, but they're not. We really aren't. I'm not gonna say that we haven't been oppressed, mm. but we don't have to think like oppressors, you know, to move forward. And right. I feel like that we are still in that oppressive mindset, you know. And and just even like like and it's even what you said with how, you know, like so many people came together for this movie. Mm -hmm. Like just one side to it is that it sucks that it had to take this movie for right. everyone to come together, which is what you said earlier. But then the other side is that it's that it's awesome that so many that so many people came together for mm. this movie. Now let's see, you know, what more can be done, you know? Right. Like, now it's evident. Like, I don't think I've ever seen this many people, blacks and Africans, come together, get dressed up, you know, be so prideful in their culture, you know, and put money towards something like this, you mm. know, so there can be more, like, representation, you know? See, but the thing about it, like, as far as black people, they it's easier to become more proud of a nation that, doesn't necessarily exist but the idea of it exists okay. like this great super rich powerful black nation mm -hmm. you know that's one thing to be proud of because that's great in in the movie setting mm -hmm. but when it comes to real life like i think about countries in africa where you know the 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 presidents the government they're not doing the same for the people like the wakandans like mm -hmm. they're not africans don't true. even take care of africans that well Right. Unless That's you, true. you know, it's unless it's hospitality. Unless you come to my house, mm -hmm. I'll treat you like royalty. But if if you're coming to do business, and you don't have either the money to back it up or an incentive for me to back you up, mm -hmm. like Africans will say no all the time. So when it comes to supporting Black culture, Africans don't want anything to do with that. Right. Like they're like no these people are, and that's a problem too. These that's a problem yeah. with our people that definitely needs to be dived into. Like yeah, because there are blacks that want to go home, but then there are Africans back home that don't want to accept them. Exactly. But then they like, I mean, and those are the same Africans that insult them because they don't know their culture. So mm -hmm. it's like there needs to be some type of coming together. You exactly. know, Bridge both sides, right? And yeah, like, I mean, this is the ending of this podcast, so I hope you guys liked it. And if you did, tune in for more.